Helen from The Rewrite. I'm back with my very first episode, so I'm a little bit nervous, but we will just see how we go. Um, so thank you for joining me. And what I want to talk about is this thing that I call quiet time, but really it's about bringing calm moments into your everyday life. So for me... I spend so much of my time in a state of high alert, um, probably because of my job and then, um, well, because I have anxiety and I have, I get, um, anxiety symptoms in pretty much every situation. So when I'm bad, I get anxiety even at home, I get panic attacks even when I'm sleeping and I struggle to do a lot of really basic day-to-day -day things. And that would be things like going to the supermarket by myself, standing in a queue in a shop. I just hate it. I hate all of those things. Um, and that would be those times when I'm at my worst. In my normal life, when my anxiety is kind of under control, then I would experience um, social anxiety and I would experience things like agoraphobia and claustrophobia and I will worry but subconsciously so I won't really know that I'm worrying I just will be doing it in the back of my mind so as an example I recently had a big event for my work and I didn't realize how stressed this event was making me until we were about two weeks out from the event and I was just dreading going to work. And so I did a couple of techniques that I'll talk about in another episode, which helped me to identify that it was this event that, that was bringing all these um, anxiety symptoms on. And um, then I could then work at tackling this. So basically the point of what I'm saying is that a lot of my time I'm spending with very tense um, muscles, a very tense body, tense jaw, tense abdomen and with a lot of um, just so many symptoms of anxiety and panic. So how do I combat this? Um, because it is so important to get rid of this tension out of the body and out of the mind. Um, the reason why we want to get it out is because, well, that's what I want to talk about now. So I want to talk about, first of all, the idea that we need balance. So if you think about your everyday life, think of how many things are that, that come with some kind of intense um, physical response. So this would be things like loud noises, bright lights, exercise, activity, intense smells, intense tastes, anything that brings a response in the body and in the mind. This could also include appointments, and texts and calls and meetings and just rushing about in a flurry of activity. So this type of switched on energy we could class as yang energy. 
So if you don't already know what yang or yin is, we need to turn to the concept of Taoism, which is an ancient Chinese philosophy, which essentially says that everything in the universe, everything in our body is made up of opposites. So as an example, we've got hot and cold, light and dark, up and down, sweet and bitter, etc. None of these things are more important than the other. They are interdependent opposing forces that exist in a very, very delicate balance. And it's very important that we maintain this balance in all things in our lives and in the world around us. So um, this is because if there's any kind of imbalance, it can disrupt the flow of qi, which is energy. The disrupt the flow of qi through the pathways or the meridians in our bodies. And Chinese traditional medicine believes that when you have this kind of disruption of the flow of qi, you can cause all kinds of issues within the body and the mind. Um, so that's why when you go to a tr traditional Chinese practitioner, they are working at fixing this movement of qi, for example, through acupuncture. Um, so what we have, we've got these two um, opposing but connected um, forces, and these are called yin and yang. So we just looked at yang, and we've also got its opposite, which is yin. So yin for example, that could be anything that's quiet or slow. It corresponds to the moon, to the darkness, to night, to rest, to contraction. And we need to work at incorporating more yin into our lives. So I do 100% believe, because it has worked for me, that more yin in our lives is crucial to um living with anxiety and panic disorders so that's just a very very brief overview of yin and yang so i really encourage you if this interests you to have a look at this subject a little bit deeper because it is so fascinating and you will start to see so many links between um, these concepts and your life. So we're going to just very quickly have a think about how we can um, relate the idea of yin and yang energy into our everyday lives. So um, have a think now. What are some things in your everyday life that might relate to yang? And what are some things that you do that might relate to yin? So... I'm going to speak about what I've noticed. So I've noticed that my anxiety really reacts to certain things. It really re reacts to bright lights and loud noises. And um, I know that I need to balance those things in order to um, combat my anxiety. Another thing is the computer screen. I work on the on the computer. I'm, I work in communications. So I find that this really takes so much of my energy. It uses so much of me. So does my phone. Spending a lot of time on my phone 
there's lots of notifications, there's lots of moving images, my attention moves very, very quickly um, across different pages and different themes. So to me, these are things that uses Yang energy. So we can also think of exercise. So there are some types of exercise that could correspond to Yang. For example, I love Zumba. I adore it. That has worked so well for my anxiety because it takes me out of my head and puts me into the moment. But this is Yang. This is getting the blood pumping. It's got loud music. I'm working very hard and moving very physically. So if I want to really balance my life following the concept of um, Taoism, then I can't rely just on dancing to um, bring me into balance. So one thing I do really love is yoga. And even yoga can be separated into yin and yang. So you've got yang styles would be those things that work the muscles. So ashtanga and vinyasa. But there's also yin yoga. So if you haven't tried yin, if you're new to yoga and you're a bit worried about how you might fit with yoga, maybe you're not very athletic, you're not very flexible. Um, like for me, I'm overweight. So <laughs> like the thought of going into a yoga class fills me with dread because I think about very thin people in yoga pants. Um, but yin yoga really is not like that. Yin yoga is, it is so fantastic. What happens in yin? is that it targets your deep connective tissues and you end up holding the poses for quite a long time, like several minutes, maybe more than several minutes. And this really puts you into this lovely reflective space. So yin yoga is often, it preludes um, yoga nidra, which is a meditation. And... Um, Yin yoga, for me, I do it. I try to do it every day, but it's usually quite a long practice, so I don't always manage it every day. But um, yin yoga, what it does is it, um, it helps us to take our body out of that stimulated sympathetic nervous system mode, which is on pretty much all the time when we're anxious. This is our fight or flight response. So yin yoga helps us to bring ourselves back into balance. So we've been talking about yin and yang energy. Um, and we've now recognized that so much in our life could be classed as yang, as yang energy. And we understand that we need to bring in elements of yin in order to bring us back into balance. So one of the ways that we can do this is through mindfulness. So mindfulness, it sounds a little bit intimidating, but it really isn't. And put simply, what mindfulness is, is it's the act of putting yourself into the moment into your body, into your mind, into the present. And essentially what this means is we're not thinking ahead, 
we aren't thinking of tasks that we have to do. Instead, we are just focused completely on what we're doing and when we're doing it. So this is tuning into the moment. And this is so helpful at relieving our anxiety because it helps us to feel calm. And it also helps us to find joy in everyday simple things. So incorporating mindfulness into your day is really not difficult at all and it's actually quite easy. So I'm going to very quickly touch on three ways that you can be mindful in your day and you can start this today. So the first one is find time to breathe deeply. This sounds so basic but what I've found is that I because I'm anxious a lot of the time, I don't notice when I'm clenching my stomach or my jaw. I don't notice when my breathing changes. So you, because you have anxiety, you will have noticed that your breathing can become very rapid when you're feeling anxious or when you're getting a panic attack. You start breathing very shallowly. Um, you also start breathing from the top of your chest and this is not good what you need to be doing is um, breathing deeply from your belly and this is a great thing to do when you feel like you're having a panic attack or when you're about to get a panic attack so all you need to do is just breathe in through your nose and while you're breathing in, your belly needs to expand. It needs to be like a balloon. Don't feel self-conscious. This is what you need to do to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. So you're going to breathe in. If you um, need some help knowing if your stomach is expanding, they often say to put one hand on your belly or both hands on your belly and feel your hands rise up. Um, and then you can take a little pause and then you're going to breathe out and it's going to be a nice long exhale. It can be through the mouth or through the nose, but if you're feeling very panicky, then you want to do an exhale through the mouth and it needs to be long and it needs to be steady. So you can start your day by waking up and just making sure you've started your day taking those big belly breaths and coming back to those big belly breaths anytime you feel anxious or tense. So the thick second way that you can be mindful is to start your day with purpose. So what we mean by that is anything that you do from pouring a drink to checking your emails relies on intention behind it. But what we want to do is not have intentions that we don't think about. We want to have intentions that align with our purpose, identity and our values. So we need to link our intentions with our emotional drive. And so one really handy way you can do this is when you wake up in the morning is to take those um, deep nourishing breaths that we just spoke about and then ask yourself, what is my intention for today and have a think about all the ways you would like to feel or all the ways you would like to respond to stressful situations in your day all the ways you would like to prioritize your self-care and then set your intention 
So as an example, you could say today, I am going to feel connected to my body and I will make healthy food choices to nourish my mind. And as you go about your day, check in with how you're feeling and how you're meeting this intention. And lots of really successful people talk about this morning intention setting as one of their key drivers in achieving their goals. So if they're talking about it, then it must be a pretty useful tool to be getting involved with. And the third and final thing is to eat mindfully. So many people have and how can we say this like a disrupted relationship with food and I certainly do for example this is the first thing I neglect when I'm stressed if I'm very upset then I actually don't eat which is not good at all um or I can turn to comfort eating so that's when I will make choices like eating sugar and unhealthy snacks like packet of chips We don't want to do this. We also don't want to do things like drinking coffee um, in order to get our energy. What we need to do is to eat um, food that nourishes us, but we also need to focus on what we're eating. So we need to eat mindfully. This can help us enjoy what we're eating more, and it can also prompt us to make the choices our body really needs. So to eat mindfully, it's not hard. And um, it's not it's not silly. It's actually a really good um, thing to start incorporating because have you noticed how quickly you can eat and how little you can chew your food, especially if you're eating while watching TV or playing on your phone. So to eat mindfully, take a few breaths before you eat and tune into how your body feels because often we can actually be thirsty when we're um, feeling hungry. So tune into how your body feels. And when you do that, don't think about the last time you ate. Don't think about the time. Just think about how your body feels and if it feels hungry. And as you eat, think of the enjoyment that you're getting from your food. So you eat slowly. Make sure you chew each bite. And when you're not hungry anymore, stop eating. So before we wrap up, let's just have a quick look at some really easy swaps that you can make to bring more yin, more mindful moments into your day. So if you're going to practice yoga instead of practicing a vinyasa, you can have a go at yin. Um, You can have a try at going to bed early. You can swap out your caffeine for um, a herbal tea like chamomile's really nice relaxing tea. Instead of watching telly, you can read a book. Reading a book not only gets you ready to go to sleep, it's really good for your brain and it's a wonderful way to bring in some yin energy. You can light some candles, dim the lighting. You can turn off the music and just have some silence. Instead of going uh, to a gym class, you could go for a lovely walk in nature. So have when you do go in this walk in nature, listen, really listen to the sounds you hear. Because believe me, once you really listen to bird song, it's just the most joyful, heartwarming thing in existence. I just cannot get enough of um, the, the sounds of birds. Have a go at meditation. 
uh, bring in those deep breathing techniques we've just talked about instead of always breathing from your upper chest. And instead of writing to-do lists, have a go at setting your intentions in the morning. So that was the first episode that was all about quiet time. That was all about the number one thing that really helps me in my life living with a panic disorder. So I really, really hope that that's helped you and that you've got some ideas now about how you can balance those heavy moments in your life with something that's really restful and rejuvenating for your mind and body. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.